This is Larry Zerner, Shelley from Friday 13 Part 3. You're on Nightmare Junkhead. Hey, genius, fuck you too. consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that has an unhealthy appreciation for the side ponytail <laughs> my name is greg d i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode uh we're making like the go-go's as we take a vacation away from the main feed by operating offering up a little sampling of some of our uh, previous Patreon shenanigans. Past bellies. <laughs> and whether you are were raised Catholic or not, you can listen <laughs> into our show. Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your, what's this for, hole? It's for going out on social media, genius. <laughs> and you can find us on social media. Uh, we're on Twitter at Nightmare Junk and on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. And it is on that book of face where we have an events tab, which leads to shenanigans and Patreon perk shenanigans. And as this episode is going to be releasing on uh, Friday, June 26th, if you find yourself in the Kansas City area, head on over to screenland.com where you will find they will have your, uh, yeah, we'll just say perky. Yeah, shenanigans taken care of indoors and virtual outdoors and virtually. I know. Well, actually, no, technically just virtually outdoors. We'll start next week. I know. Soon to be outdoors. We record and bank so many things in advance anymore that sometimes things time, melt. Cronenberg's it. It gets all sorts of twisted. Yeah. The one thing I can guarantee you, though, genius, is if you go to the Friday Night Fright tab at screenland.com, you will find that the Friday Night Fright that is playing on the day this releases, we often speak a thousand phobias, a thousand fetishes, and it chapter one launched both. Hi, Georgie. <laughs> I cannot wait. This is going to be great. Clowns. I'm, I'm always down a clown. Well, it's also nice to kind of go into something more contemporary, contemporary. Mm-hmm. versus something that's, you know, celebrating 40 years or 30 years. Yeah, this is only about 10, not even 10, 5. But a movie we both saw at Screenland oh, in yeah. its original run. Oh, yeah. Both I had a blast with it. Like it, like it a lot. But then, uh, looking forward to next Friday Night's Fright, opening up the month of June. And quite honestly, hey, genius, eat shit and die. Hey, Greg, eat shit and live. Anytime we get to break out Sleepaway Camp. Why, just the other day, I was thinking, my, wouldn't it be wonderful to host a Sleepaway Camp? Why, yes, that would be lovely. In fact, let's do that. Let's do that next weekend. Uh, on the socials, I've been seeing a number of memes where it uh, says the, uh, the R- villain, villain and the, the real, real villain. villain. Aunt Martha. Yeah. Is one of the world's worst. Sets She's terrible. off in that particular film. So if you have not seen that movie, please, this is your chance to. Uh, if you experience have not, if it. you have not seen that movie, come and see it with us at Friday Night Frights, please, and please let us know this is your first time. And if you have seen it, come see it with others that are seeing it for the first time with us. And don't tell them the ending. <laughs> don't say shit. Uh, now the other repertory screenings that are happening on the weekend of the twenty sixth. It's and I've seen that. Mm-hmm. It's Martin Scorsese, so you know it's good. Classy. Well, 
It's classy. It's in black and white genius. It has to be classy. Ah. Raging Bull. That's and I've seen that for me too. As you as well? Mm-hmm. I even know the like the SNL skit that Andrew Dice Clay did, the one and only time that he was able to host. Right. Pulled from Raging Bull. You know, I know the the De Niro performance, the the Pesci performance. I just haven't seen it front to back yet. Same. I will I will now, one that I did see in the theater. And I haven't seen it since because I cried my eyes out. Uh, but E.T. the Extraterrestrial. I saw it when it came out with the uh, special edition. Uh, the walkie talkie edition. Yeah, and I was like, man, things are more wonderfully violent in the 80s. It's the essence of Amblin. It's D. Wallace Stone way back in the it's day. It's still a really good movie. It's still very Spielbergian. I mean, it's I, all over the place. I will challenge myself possibly to check it out. I just remember my buddy Troy kind of talking me through the end of the movie saying, See, Greg, he's okay. He's going to make, he's going home. It's okay. It's so weird, though, when he turns into that weird white dry oh. turd. Oh, it's awful. It's, it's like, awful. God damn E.T., what did you turn, come from planet Doug? Shit. Like, like, What's going on? Kitty trauma, man. Kinder trauma. It is very real. It is very real. Another movie that I saw in the theater, uh, and a movie that, uh, sadly, we're seeing more and more of the actors from this movie going away, uh, but if you haven't seen Twister in a while, good to see it up on the big screen. Oh, hell yeah. But thinking about, you know, Bill Paxton, Philip Seymour Hoffman, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Uh, Carrie Ewells' career, like, seriously. Carrie Ewells is dope, oh, I dude. Know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> He's in it for the science genius. That's why I'm throwing shade. For the science. Science! No, no, no. He's in it for the money, not the science. My bad. My Pullman bad. was in for the science. That's right. That's right. Uh, a Car Wai Wong movie, Chunking Express. Sure. Okay. It's an I've seen that for me as well. Uh, I need to fill in a number of gaps, and Screenland can help you do that. Mm-hmm. Now, since Screenland is so supportive for us in the Kansas City area, we try to support them. But if you would like to support them from afar, uh, there's a number of ways that you can do that. But the easiest, of course, is by becoming a member of their film family by going to patreon.com slash Screenland. But genius... I'm talking Patreon and film family. Evelys. We also have our own little collection going on at Patreon. And technically, I was going to have us take the week off, genius. Mm-hmm. But alas, we were both raised Catholic. Yep. Guilt carries a long way. Oh, yeah. And I knew I couldn't just, we couldn't put anything, just nothing. We got to do there. something for you guys. So we thought. We take a little something that we offer up on Patreon. In fact, mm-hmm. if you're on the Another Time another place. tier, uh, the main perk on that is we release a monthly commentary, mm-hmm. of which, uh, honestly, they've been kind of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, last month, we actually went Mazical. Fucking Phantom Paradise was dope. A lot of fun had with that one. But on the occasion, we'll even throw out bonus commentaries, mm-hmm. depending on the month. And in fact... Oh, the Commando Commentary. <laughs> one of one the, of the commando, commando Commentaries, it should be noted. <laughs> the one that is actually out in the public. If you can find it, it's a Herculean strength. A lot of fun is had during the commentaries. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we always like to pull from is occasionally offer up a commentary to a Blu-ray that I have. Uh, it is Trailer Trauma 3, 80s Horathon. Mm-hmm. And it is literally just a collection of trailers. <laughs> yeah. And we just kick back and, you know, listen to them. Now, Blue monkey! <laughs> oh, fucking blue monkey. We, I, I, 
if we ever close out the show, that's the that is the movie we will talk about. Yeah, but I kind of want to watch it beforehand because <laughs> I don't I don't want to just like like I don't want to be like, well, that was yeah, it. That was it, guys. Great. Yeah. Turn yeah. off the lights. Yeah. yeah. See you in your dreams, maybe. St- thanks, Steve Rails back. You know who I'd like to give thanks to? Hmm. Some of our Patreon pallies. In fact, hell yeah. Since we're talking, since we ain't we're, going nowhere for a while. No blue monkey yet. Since we're uh, we're talking stuff from Patreon, uh, we're going to give a shout out here to all of our current Patreon pallies. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go back and forth here. We're going to start with Stuart and Michael, Carly, Greg, Carla, the folks at Downright Creepy, Caroline, Brian, the folks at Attack of the Killer Podcast, April, R- you do that one, <laughs> Riley. Uh, the the fine folks at the movies that don't suck and some the do podcast, Mer- Marnie, Marnie, okay, Ju- uh, Julie, Jonathan, Joel, Spencer, Robert, Chad, Noel, Luke, Lisa, Lauren, Heather, Jim, Dustin, Diana, and Andrea. Nope, and <laughs> and <laughs> Tim, Michelle, Marie, Jesse, Rod, JT, Brian. Charles, Bobby, and Arthur. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You guys are all fucking rad. You guys are rad. You yeah, are rad. you are. Yeah, you are. And you know what? We've had the pleasure to, if we've had the pleasure to meet you, we can absolutely say you're rad. Mm-hmm. If we have not met the pl- had the pleasure to meet you, we still know that you're rad. Mm-hmm. And we know that you have excellent taste or at least disposable income. <laughs> so thank you. It's appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> Now, of course, all of our pallies, again, at the Another Time, Another Place uh, tiers do have access to our monthly commentaries. So what we're doing here is we're offering up a bonus commentary mm-hmm. on our week off mm-hmm. to give you a sampling of what we are offering up at Patreon. And honestly, our commentaries are conversational, so I know not a lot of people have this Blu-ray, but if anything, it's just us watching a number of films, uh, trailers from 1983. And seeing where the conversation goes. And we did release this uh, right before this year's Into the Mouth of March Madness as a mm-hmm. bonus commentary in the month of February. Mm-hmm. February was loaded in Patreon when we offered nothing on the main feed. Because we had to get ready for the madness. <laughs> in which case, we will be doing things possibly different in February We're going to be doing a little bit well. different next year. For so. genius of sanity. <laughs> Let, let's en- enjoy it now. <laughs> <laughs> So we like to do a Lethal Weapon-style countdown. I've got everything lined up where we're going to start at the first film from 1983, which is uh, Seven Doors of Death, <laughs> a.k.a. Oh, yes. The Gabe, Beyond. The Beyond. I love this movie. Uh, and uh, we're then you're just going to hit play, and then we're going to talk our way through 1983. So let us start that countdown. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. And we do kick off things with... A red band trailer. Uh-huh. Ooh, and how's establishing. Well, shot. what's wonderful is by the time this episode is released, oh our, fuck, then this would have played. Our first Friday night. Oh Friday. fuck yeah, the Seven Doors of Death, aka the Beyond, the composer's cut. I am so I'm stoked really excited for that. to see how this plays. This is <laughs> like I said, one of my favorite Italian horror. It is just madcap from the word jump. I mean, eye trauma in the trailer. The first kill you got eye trauma. You got spider trauma, acid trauma. You got that poor that poor girl with pigtails. That shit that she goes through the entire fucking movie. And she ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Kinder trauma throughout. Would you put this as like a Fulci 101 or a Fulci mixtape? This is definitely Fulci greatest hits. Yeah. This, this is definitely the... And the Fulci crowned one of the definitely crowned jewels. 
this is well and do you even realize it's it's all built on you know his his gates of hell trilogy right and the whole premise is you know you're have access access to the conduit that is a gates of hell in Stoll, kansas there was the reputation with a gateway to hell fly over it yeah Yeah. or and neither would like robert smith or something which is also featured in a heavy metal three or turbulence three heavy metal that's funny yeah I heard they like debunked that myth at the same time. I'm but, sure they did. I'm and of sure course, the town of Stoll is like, well, there ain't never been no gate of hell and there ain't never will be. And they're like denying shit, you know. But at the same time, you some of them embrace it. Because, I mean, it, you would think like it would bring tourism to town. But at the same time, you don't want like but, rowdy ruffians running around in your graveyard. But also think about the kind of tourists that's bringing in that are looking in for the gates of hell. But then here's the thing. My thing is, oh, what, what if they actually find it? What if it's actually the gates of hell and they do stupid shit? Certainly. That's why I'm like, leave it alone. Do these films then serve as much like a number of films a la Dog next year's drama. Shud? Y- yeah. Cautionary tale. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, this weird dog trauma where it's not the dog that's having the it's trauma. It's the dog inflicted. doing the trauma out of nowhere. A good dog turns into a bad dog real quick. Bad boy. <laughs> From guide to blind to just yeah just attack. This movie is fucking weird and wonderful. It also has one of the most bat fuckery endings. I love the ending. Love the ending oh, to this movie. Me too. Because they're like, and what the fuck was that? And I'm like wonderfulness the void gave it a great um homage at the end of that Mm -hmm. where you just have that helplessness and then also the white in the eyes and just how everything oh the (laughs) yeah if you got toby tobey Hooper right giving you love that's like the stephen king seal of approval Mm -hmm. but yeah seven doors of death aka the beyond Maybe we'll be talking about it in this year's Into the Mouth of March Madness. Quite Genius. possibly. Okay, quite from a possibly. red band trailer to a green band trailer to an Orion release. An Amityville Realty sign, well, which only can mean it's one of the 50 Amityville movies. <laughs> and this one. Oh, but it's, the dude, it's got the dude from Popcorn. And you know what it's also got? 3D. Amityville 3D. In fact, you know what 1983 had a lot of genius? 3D. 3D. Is this the trailer where they're like, and this movie has no production without Amityville or any Amityville, et cetera? Yes, it does, no. because it's the one that inspires the late giggle, because then people go, and they read it at the very end, right before it turns off. It's, it's great. like really quick, like, side effects may include dizziness, diarrhea, nausea, <laughs> fainting. Yeah, you gotta... It takes a special kind of a 3D glass to get into this. But no, 3D was the onion of the belt, in 83 of which we will see a lot this yeah this picture's not a sequel to the pictures amityville horror amityville tube of the possession <laughs> not really hated with any of the right of the producers and at that point you know when you've skewered that far off <laughs> when you're that bad this is a great trailer just oh. the the simple lines it looks very like um coming new coke you know just the lines the red lines she's beautiful she's gorgeous 83 did we get new coke in 83 i think so it's around the top because i remember the Onion nation the divided belt. yeah well this is also one of my favorite teaser trailers for this because number one you have the great narration and i this isn't percy rodriguez but it's that other guy that's not don lafatane right because there's i think about five of, that of guy. them yeah but it also has one of my favorite taglines Body by Chrysler, 
soul by Satan. And it even has a jump scare in this trailer. The way the reveal is, the lights kick With the in. the lights and then the music. Yeah. And, and this is one I... King's we crazy. show this one all the time if we do any kind of a killer car, car. movie. Mm-hmm. And... Vroom. Honk, 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 honk. It's... Body by Plymouth. Soul, Soul by, by Satan. Satan. A fly... A pay-for-hire... Read the best-selling novel by Stephen King. They had it in production by the time it was before it hit hardback. Watch out for her. Isn't that what he says when he closes out the thing? Because that thing that watch out, Christine can be on. It's the best way to close his live set because you you got to go out and drive. And guess what's out there? Christine cars possibly. Is this Jensen Farley? Jensen Farley. Or in this case, yep, Jensen Farley Pictures Pictures Incorporated. The longest. Yeah, it's pretty long. Like it's almost naked gun levian levels of drum roll. Well, and what's funny is that we've done enough of the commentaries and we've seen enough of those movies that they've put out, which means it's coitins for you. And it's Canadian coitins. It's Canadian coitins. I watched, we're all about Canadian coitins. I watched this last year. All about Canadian coitins. It's really good. It's really good. It's a slow burn Canadian. Features the girl from Black Christmas, the one that gets uh, the bag, uh-huh. the one that dies immediately, mm-hmm. but but stays throughout and has the presence. Now, I want to say this is a Commander USA groovy movie. Was it? I think so. So was this an afternoon viewing? I absolutely remember that this, doll this sequence. And I know of the... Um, and I've seen the scene where she's ice skating, where mm-hmm. the old hag is ice skating. Right, and but I don't know if I've seen this movie since Groovy Movies. It's well worth your your view, especially just can exploitation Canadian tax shelter films. Ooh, John Vernon, Samantha Eggers. Yes, John Vernon is an actor and an acting coach, and Samantha Eggers is his pupil. Oh yes, it goes places. The crusty acting coach. Okay, now a It'll never be street. A Paramount logo genius uh-huh. in 83, uh-huh. we're n- we'd have to go a long way to get to an F. What yeah. are we happening? Oh, no. St- Stephen King having a hell of a year in 83. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we'd get any Stephen King confrontations Maybe. in the bracket because right off the bat, I, I can't do a walk-in. I've never tried it because I can't do that. I might be able to try something, but. Not off the bat. Yeah, see, I, I steer clear of anything I know I can't do. Yeah, I got to think of something. I, got, I I have to work on it. But this is an I've seen that. Me too. Ah, really? Have we locked in? And I'm now I'm all of a sudden like having programmers remorse. Did we put this one as an honorable mention? I'm not sure. We'll have to double check on that one. <laughs> because we'll, ha- we'll have to refer to the master list. Because you do have Martin Sheen. Now, for those of you listening in, in, in here in the future, remember... We're recording. We're still in we 2022. Got Tom We're going to miss out Tom Skerritt and his mustache. I don't. I say we'll have, forget the shenanigans. We'll have to double check. We'll have to double check. There's going to be a portion of this commentary that's like, Bee! Bum, 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 bum. 
Look at the cavalcade of character actors in the goddamn Dead Zone with Stephen King at his cocaine peak in 1983. I'll have to get my folder. I'll have to get. The, I'll have to get. The, I'll have to get the list out. We'll have to refer to the master list. I'm sure. I'm sure if it's King on King. I'm sure if there's any way we can pun it. King I'm on sure King if there's action. any way if we can put it in. We're gonna king the hell out of you. I'm gonna king sure. the hell out of you. Exactly. Kinky King. Super kinky King. Double double ting King. That's a double king. Can you imagine the the oh, king, double- the Burger King, the Burger King, but it's fucking professional bumpkin Stephen King. Eh. He's just got a big ass grimoire. Have it my way. <laughs> Extra bloody, real, real raw. <laughs> and we're going back to a Green Band trailer, is but it is rated R. Coming back into it. Warner Brothers, the old school school one. That means something like funny or something dirty. You know what? I just watched the Omega Man for the first time, and it has an even funkier old school WB logo. Oh, now here is an interesting and possible combination genius. However, it would require asking you a lot to get through both of these films, as this comes from an Italian filmmaker. Uh, It features a particular phobia of yours and it's one that oh fuck all that what's that is that a rat in the attic no this is deadly eyes would you it, i i can almost guarantee you will not see this as a bracket matchup and if it is i it's not happening is that a giant rat or is that it is. Is that is that dave thomas this is the scatman crothers one no but was that dave thomas as the doctor possibly you could go to the imdba and if it is, we'll have to make sure. Oh, look at it. Hey, how about some cheese, Doc? Come on. Everybody's going to take care of these rats. Fucking Scatman Crothers is the shit. These however, rats got the shine, the shin. However, how much Scatman could you take for giant rats? Because this is, if you attended. They're giant rats? If you attended our last Nerdoween. Oh, are they the ones in the theaters? They're the one in the theaters, my friend. Speaking of nice timing, look at look at the face. If this is where we do, okay, is this where if we twitch or stream, they could see your visual reaction? He's making like. he's making that. Yeah, it'll be an honorable mention. I'll check it out because I'm always down for like testing your boundaries, right? But th- this is you, you like to watch Chud, and, and I like to watch Food of the Gods too, but. I don't know. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm I I think I can handle giant rats more than they're like smart rats. I think that's why I freaked Sentient out more. Rats. I think that's why of unknown origin freaked me out a little bit more because it wasn't a giant rat. It was just a smart rat. It was a schemer. Yeah. Okay. Stephen King, author, author of Carrie, scary, having Evil Dead is the most ferociously original horror film of the year. Who did we just say was having the peak year? Stephen, Stephen King. King? They they know it. They're like, hey, Stephen King's the shit. And when he, you get that, and I remember that on the cover of this very VHS tape, Evil Dead, the OG Evil Dead from 1983, the one that you always forget is not funny, Mm-mm. is super mean, mm-hmm. is super lo-fi, and has a super short trailer, a teaser trailer that's probably super short. Real quick. Enjoy and, Red Band. And next. Enjoy Red Band. <laughs> Ripping that one off really quick. Oh, one that you just saw for the first time 
Oh, holy shit. Last it's, year. It's fucking Eyes of Fire. We're going for gasps on this one. There's Trippy Longstocking right there. Fucking, <laughs> and there's the diddling priest. And then all of a sudden, magic shit happens. If you see oh, a pilgrim you boy, sh- you better run. Run for your life. Don't stay for your leftovers, boy. And if you're a Sagittarius, make sure you're having a good day. Funk. <laughs> Funk. There it is. Right there's the Sagittarius. And it, we like it so twice, so much we do it's it twice. Twice. Oh. Bonk. For those, <laughs> go back to our main feed. Uh, we talked this with Julie and Nick from the Carnage Report. This is great. Do you remember the first Fucking time? Blue Springs, Missouri. We were, Fuck we were, all that. There she comes from the feather tree. Yeah, we were watching this in my basement the first time because we had the reaction of, what is this movie? Are those faces in the tree? Why have we never seen this? This movie was wild. Yeah, and it's taken a journey. It's taken a wonderful journey. And the fact that it was filmed locally. Yeah, it's a local movie. That scene was fucked up. When she was <laughs> when she was like ground oh and that kid the oh show the show the exploding kid and go for gasps. <laughs> I know they're, I know they're the gonna gasps. go for gasps. I know they're gonna go for gasps. Well, this movie is like Stephen King approved. I've you, always freaked out that if ever I cut a tree and blood comes out, I would flip out. Well, of course. Why not? You live your life by movies, my friend. You know what we also get? Ghost dong. Ghost dong. In the trailer. Mm-hmm. It's not afraid. To, <laughs> it's not afraid to ghost places. <laughs> it's not afraid to explode kids. No, it is twice. Yeah, going for gas. Gasps. They took you, ghost dong, and you oh, were made for them. Gonna witch the face off the witch. Yeah, I, we were gasping the first time watching this, going, "Why have? what is this movie? Because we were waiting for the title at this point, going, we were looking back and forth, and then finally, Eyes, Eyes of fire. fire. Classy font, dude. And it took me a while, to from that first viewer trailer viewing, to an I've seen that episode, to a main feed episode, to possible participant in Into the Mouth of March Madness. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, possible. Oh, another, another possible double feature uh because this is you got daryl hannah perfect tommy from buckaroo bonsai and the feature film debut of one joey pantiolano joey pants joey pants is this the yokel this is killer hillbilly yokels and it is really good i watched it for the first time in 2020 or 21 and Adrian Zamed. And Adrian Zamed. Yes. And I watched this right around the same time I watched Just Before Dawn. So it was a good, like, camping gone amazing double feature. double feature. And, hey, if memory serves correctly, I do believe Just Before Dawn is in 1983. Uh-oh. So this would make a pretty re- – I'm acting like we don't have it already locked in. I think I like to add for the suspense because – they still don't know the lineups yet because that episode hasn't been revealed. Right. Wouldn't that be a nice little uh, a little lineup? Because you haven't seen this one, have you? Uh-uh. It's the tamer of the two, but it is still well, well worth it. Well, of course. Ten. I mean, like... But also, you know who's also in it? Hmm. The maestro, uh, Mark Metcalf. Oh, really? Yeah. Playing kind of the Greg Henry role. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And it's weird that where you have that abyss 
Deep Star Six uh, Leviathan moment where you get an influx it's of them. It's a monster? Uh, the final sure. terror. Sure it is. Yeah. Pair it with Just Before Dawn. Not bad. And oh, wow. Adrian's and Adrian, Andrew Davis, who Mark later... Metcalf. Adrian Andrew Davis, who later went on to uh, The Fugitive. And Samuel L. Samuel. <laughs> but poor Samuel A. Anything, or it's just Samuel <laughs> something. Samuel Letter, the only exception is Samuel L. Uh, and Jackson. Early enough 1983, where Willem oh, Dafoe, Dafoe gets narrow mention, as no. he's just a random creep in the street. And this movie is... Ooh, we, we've had this for a Friday Night Fright. Mm-hmm. Now... Film family member Chad, had he, uh, we did not have the beaded curtain yet, did we? We should have it. It's classy. Be- what, but it's classy trashy. It's classy trashy, but it's it's erotic. Uh, so I just watched. It's sad. It's heartbreaking. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, you for, and if you're, and God forbid, if you walked into this movie after Bowie passed, anticipating something more cathartic, I don't know if that would have worked. No, but The Hunger is a sexy movie. Well, and Catherine Deneuve, I watched uh, her in Repulsion recently for the first time. And what's with like, what's with like Susan Sarandon being seduced by like sexy androgynous Brits? You know what I'm saying? Between this and like Rocky Horror, like musical sexy androgynous Brits. She has a she has um, a type, and that type, you know, has particular is musical sexy yeah. androgynous Brits. She I mean, don't get me wrong. I am mad. The sensuality of Susan Sarandon. <laughs> fucking if David Bowie invited me to his palace, fucking if Frankenford invited me to his castle. I want to be playing cello with with them. I'm all for it. I played cello for eight years, man. I'll pick it up again. Muscle memory. <laughs> fucking like, huh, I don't know a lot of musical instruments, but I can play the tambourine, Catherine Deneuve. <laughs> Under pressure. <laughs> oh, man. And the great Tony Scott. Uh super stylist visionary mm-hmm. and would go outside the you hunger's always, dope and you always forget that it is tony scott and he veered into horror mm-hmm. in fact in 83 times or 84 i think ridley also well ridley well, obviously yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean winner of 19 uh 2019's into the mouth of march madness with alien oh something has survived our here's, next trailer here's the thing it would have been the partner or matchup to Deadly Eyes Genius because in 83, you would have... Oh, no. I take it back. We did a commentary for it. Oh, is this Jaws 4? This is Jaws 3D. Oh, Jaws 3D? I was getting my Michael Caine ready. That's all right. Jaws 3D? Oh, no. Jaws 3D. No, this is Jaws 3D. This is Louis Gossett Jr. This is fucking C-Roll gone amok. Damn right it was. This is why I don't trust those underwater places. No, no. And if you if you are, again, if you're on the um, Another Time another place. tier, you do have access to that commentary. You can hear how I had a really interesting experience at uh, Disney World where dun, this dun, movie dun, was dun, playing dun, in the back dun, of my mind. And then stage left or right. No, you're right. Okay, stage left. Jaws 3D. And again, a lot of movies in 3D. So, yeah, anticipate a battle in the third a dimension. A battle in the third dimension. Dun, I wonder dun, if dun. that I wonder if there's a way that could be turned into a pun of some sort. Yeah, and our apologies in advance because puns do take precedence. Oh yeah. And in into the mouth of March Madness. Puns take precedence in a premium. <laughs> okay. Paramount, Paramount. Speaking of Paramount, puns at a premium and Paramount. 
Mm. Uh, but there's no... No, but this is one of the rare times to actually talk Michael Mann on the podcast. Uh, Michael Mann's The Keep, which... Hey, again, thank you, film family member Chad. Chad. Yes, thank you. Maybe on break. We'll get to it because... This is good, though. I'm glad it took us a while to talk to this. Do you see who's going to be remaking this movie? Greg Nicotero. Yes. Greg Nicotero, so you know it's going to be wild. Well, And I've heard mixed things about The Keep. And primarily, I think, because people bring in a lot of baggage with Michael Mann because he is very much... Uh, bang, bang, boom, boom, crime, crime. Well, and he's very, kind of an auteur. He does have a sense of style. He's uh, more slow burn, but the payoff is way worth the juice. Of the, the juice is worth the squeeze when it comes to Michael Mann's slow burn. Yes, and it's the attention to detail and yeah. a lot of his work. But also, this has been, I also heard, has been chopped and skewered and mm-hmm. run all... through the ringer and, and, and a lot of hands in the pies. But inevitably, at its heart, it's a, it's a tale as old as time. It's a tale of Golem. Mm-hmm. Der Golem. I want to see Michael Mann's Der Golem, but I understand my expectations are going to be low. That being said, I'm looking forward to see what Nicotero will do with such a tale. Because, listen, this was in his heyday. Mm-hmm. In 83, he's probably working on Day of the Dead. Or, no, probably getting prepped for Day of the Dead. He's still cutting his teeth, working for a lot of other artists. Oh, yeah. And and as from someone who's seen a lot of Greg Nicotero's work on screen. On Walking Dead? Yeah. yeah you, you on should Walking be a... Dead, on Creep Show, on like a lot of that stuff. I think if anybody could bring a, a golem story to the screen, it would be Nicotero. Yeah. And like if... a good violent Nazi revenge. And when the revenge comes. On Nazis, it's that much better. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to that. But also seeing the OG in and of itself. Uh, you know, next trailer. I like the movie that they have. Uh, I like those old spooky cemeteries. You see the open up at the big yellow moon and then yep. the owl, and now we're yep. in the creepy old school graveyard, and then they have it's, like probably the old British, ooh, this good the gold and then their grave, you know? It's atmosphere, man. Yeah, I love it. That old school charm. It, well, and this is, you could even... I haven't seen Mortuary. Have you seen this one? I want to say yes, and I know that I have it, right? Because so I'm looking at it right okay. there, okay. right? But at the same time, like, I can't remember. I always get, I think I get that one and uh, Night of the Living Dead and Mausoleum, Night of the Living Dead 2, or Return of the Living Dead 2 and Mausoleum confused with Mortuary. It makes sense. And there's so many of them. It's almost like the the 80s version of The Conjuring, Insidious, uh, Sinister. Now we're on to this one. And here's the one we saw in my backyard as part of a double feature with Creepers, if I recall correctly. And was was it a first time viewing for you in the backyard? Or had you watched this one before? I think this was the first time. Or when I saw it, I was really, 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 really young because I didn't remember a lot of it. But you know what it was part of? One sweller of a summer. Uh-huh. This one, this one, that was an unofficial one because this one was a backyard screening. Yep, it was. But yes. this one, th- there was either a bat in the yard or something happened. Someone, I think, fucked with you. Somebody fucked with me, right? No, it was a leaf. It was a, a leaf out came of nowhere. Down. A leaf, because they're like, hey, look at the bat. Because earlier, back. Dustin was talking about, hey, watch out for the bats. And I'm looking around for the bats. And then later on, a leaf comes and fucks my nigga and go, fuck! 
back? I'd like, yup, because it was right at time where he's about to go to battle with this fucking smart ass rat. Unknown origin freaks oh. me out. That gives me that gave me a few like uh, eaten alive where my feet are up in the air oh. type thing. Movies. And again, this cat trauma. I don't know if you were I'm, a cat person at that point. I think I was maybe at that right point. at that point. Like, okay. Right at that point. Like, oh, early. No. Okay. But no, fuck of unknown origin. That movie is great, but it's. No. Oh man, yeah, it's pretty grand. It's pretty grand. Uh, there's a Scream Factory Blu-ray of that that I think we were watching for such an occasion. Uh, you know what? Let's plug another podcast here. Give some love. Attack of the Killer podcast. Uh, they are film family members, and a member co-host of that podcast is one Tad Good. And Tad Good has been kind enough to have both of us and you multiple times mm-hmm. on his first times podcast, mm-hmm. of which we went on. To talk Psycho 2. Yeah. Which, a good movie. Super underrated. So severely underrated. Super underrated. In fact, parts two, three, and for a number of points, four, that I, whole franchise. I got them in my trades. Oh, did it, you? Did yeah. <laughs> Gen- got, Genius is part of this this wonderful like trading of DVDs. Yeah, I got in my trade group. They, it was a, the the two three uh two three and four pack and like well two three is TV the one that gets remake. a little bit sleazy and oh, oh sleep sleepaway camp anytime there we have a sleepaway camp screening rest assured it's probably going to be an honorable mention at least on our best of year interview mm-hmm. of course well it's it's sleepaway camp do you do you recall what closed the Monday Mystery Movie Night, when we did Sleepaway Camp, Genius, since this is a teaser trailer, do you remember the story? Yes. Do you I remember do. our jaws dropping with said story? I do. Oh, yes. Go, if you you would have to search, it's it's out there somewhere, Nerds and Nostalgia Sleepaway Camp Live. Holocaust Camp. We used to open the floor, once we did our yakety schmackety, uh, to audiences, and we asked what was like a, a good or bad sleepaway camp Oh, and oh my goodness! <laughs> and I think we camp, mentioned Camp Never Forget is what I think it was called. And we were like, well, you know, the the shocking moment came at the end of Sleepaway Camp. Let's the just cut this one now. Shocking moment came at this one. Okay, so we're halfway through the next trailer. There's there's orgies going around. Oh, oh. You want to talk about and kinder people trauma? Mirrors? Is that Royal Dano? This is something wicked. Something wicked, wicked. Oh, shit. That movie is rad. I don't remember an orgy, but no, I saw that movie maybe about seven, eight years ago. Dark Disney is the shit. Dark Disney is forgotten, and they went dark. This has, I have this on DVD. This Thank you, Diana. Thank you, film family member slick. Diana. This movie is slick. And, it, uh,. Uh, uh, Pam Greer is a spider lady. Yes. Spiders and, had a good year in 83 between this and uh, The Beyond. Yeah, and uh, Jonathan Price, fucking Young. the high sparrow as the as the dark one. Before he... dark really It is more free-thinking days before he went pious. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is rad. Uh, from carnival barking, from, from biting the head off sparrows to being the high sparrow. Warner Brothers, banner year in 83. Yeah, they're pumping out the horror. Well, honestly, it's just better just to see more of that old school logo. Oh, okay. So in 83, um, 
You want to talk about... You want to see something really scary? You want to hear something really fucked up? You want to have a really awkward conversation? <laughs> so you forget that opening little salvo with Dan Aykroyd and Albert Brooks. It's great. It's proto-podcasting. Yeah, it is. They're just going back and forth regarding some of their favorite TV shows. They're inventing the game of games, and you get the great narration but, of the masters of horror. Modern thrillers. It's a great movie. And it's the Twilight Zone, and this is that's sacred ground yeah, and it sacred is. territory. But they, they do a great. The movies are that are inventive. They're fun. Um, but favorite segment. Oh, the airplane one. The George, George Miller, Miller one. one. Yep. <laughs> but when you dig deeper, then it's like, ooh. The Landis segment, Ow. and you have you have to address it. Yeah. You have to address it. And let me be warn you, anyone that watched the cursed films on Shudder. It's hardcore. You see it. You see it. You see it. You see it. Um, so uh, 83, A Wealth of Riches, obviously a number of... All of these films were going to be considered. We've got two films left in the trailer reel at this point. And now this one, oh boy. Long Live the New Flesh. You know, <laughs> it's clearly Cronenberg. It's very clearly Cronenberg. And he's very ahead of his time because I'm sure like there's scientists now going, I can do that. Question Does this film play better at home or in the theater given the VHS intimate nature of the media that it's going into? Ooh. Right? Ooh. Because you always want to see it on the big screen, but... But also, like, it all do, talks about VHSs and putting things in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, putting things in, yes. I don't know. I think... There's a certain level of intimacy involved. I and... think I think it would play probably actually better on the big screen because you're sharing that weird communal experience, plus you're kind of locked in. If you're at home, <laughs> you might have to go pee and, and yeah, Hey, hey, hey or... don't mock me. I'm, no, I'm getting not... old, man. My <laughs> bladder's bad. I've been told when I go, I have to go, I have to go. And when you have to go, you go out with a movie I've never seen. Was that Linnea Quigley? I don't know. Uh, can you go to your IMDb and see if there's a film called Wavelength? Because that's what we're closing this little bonus commentary for all you film family members. No. Is this an alien one? I believe so. You know what I saw? Thanks to Because this is another one I haven't watched. You look perplexed, so I assume you haven't seen Wavelength. Mm -mm. I watched one with James Karen with a time-traveling mummy. Ooh. It was okay. <laughs> that one was on the border. It was James Karen, so it made it worth it. Yeah. But I needed more time-traveling mummy, mummy in that one. Are those like precogs for Minority Report? Possibly. I know nothing of Wavelength. I couldn't. I've seen that my way effectively through this one, which I guess... If anything shows why 1983 will be a wealth of riches it, to choose from. It looks weird. It looks like there was like like those precogs with acid skin. And now there's like a dome. And it's the a ball Planet from. Limits. Wavelength looks pretty rad. Wavelength looks weird. It lo or was it their experiment? Oh, was that theirs? Well, regardless, gang, we appreciate you joining us here uh, in the year of 1983. Uh, a lot to look forward to mm -hmm. next month. A lot of returning favorites in terms of guests. Hopefully some new folks. Yeah. But more importantly, hopefully all of you. So until the time to get mad, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. We'll see you in your dreams. Mm -hmm.